0: And there they were, six related stars, the trapezium in the Orion Nebula, blazing across 1,300 light years of space through historic glass. Pull up a chair. This is The Signal Man Show. Yeah, buddy, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Josh Urban. Check it out, special report for you. Last night, I decided to go up to the McCormick Observatory in Charlottesville to attend a meeting at the Charlottesville Astronomical Society (CAS), which I just joined. Shout out to those guys and gals! What a great meeting! What a great time! And uh, they said, "Yeah, we got a 26-inch telescope up there. I observe with a 12 and a half-inch reflector." Now, if you're not a gearhead, you'd be like, "Whatever, man!" But it, it actually gets cool. So check it out. So I was expecting something uh, like like a really big water heater, right? About as tall as the ceiling. So I drive up to this place, never been there before, and I'm going up this hill in the middle of Charlottesville, and you can see all the town lights stretched out below you. It's really pretty. And there's this like dome. It's like a real observatory. I said, wow, look at this. And I talked to one of the guys up there. I was like, man, I've never been here before. You know, Can you show me where to go? He said, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, have you, have you seen the, the dome? I said, well, no. So he shows me, dude, when you think observatory, this is exactly what you're thinking. It's a 26-inch old-school refracting telescope. The thing was, I don't know, 30, 40 feet long, something like this. It looked like a cannon in there. It was made, it saw first light in 1884. It was dedicated on Thomas Jefferson's birthday, 1885. Thomas Jefferson himself had picked out the location for the observatory, but it wasn't built till after the Civil War by, and I got my notes up here, and I'm probably saying his name wrong, but... Leander McCormick. Now, this dude's father was Robert McCormick, who invented the mechanical reaper, and he was the brother of Cyrus McCormick. This guy had a lot of money. He lost a lot in the Civil War and the Chicago Fire, but he still had plenty and ended up paying for this observatory. Clark, the famed optician, built this telescope he built a lot of telescopes, a lot of famous telescopes for observatories, state of the art. And they are considered classics, Ferraris, if you will, of the optical world. And it was with a sister telescope that's in the U.S. Naval Observatory that I've looked through that they discovered the moons of Mars. And this telescope confirmed the moons of Mars. So they have this thing. And i got to look through it everybody it was so cool i saw the trapezium so this is a multiple star system in the heart of the orion nebula so you know, the orion nebula is a huge cloud of, of gas and dust and it's, it's collapsing and forming into stars so we saw six stars of the trapezium through this glass that had figured out that Mars has moons and had calculated the distances to stars in our Milky Way galaxy and has figured out or helped to figure out the size and shape of our own home galaxy. I mean, how cool was this to look through this? And apparently there is public nights there. So I'm definitely going to go back and check it out. And if you're in town, you should too. It's incredible. Not only is it cool, to look at space any time of the day or night. Not only was it an interesting optical and historical experience, but it was just plain cool to be in the space with this magnificent instrument that has listened and looked, well, listened is the wrong word, that is a, has been an eye, a giant eye on the sky for so very long, high atop the hill in Charlottesville. Oh. Such a treat, such a treat. I'll post a picture on the show description, but hopefully I can, um, you know, convey this. It had the whole dome moved around and I got to pull some of the ropes to open the hatch and then we closed the hatch at the end of the night. And they were showing me there was this this governor inside to regulate the speed of the mechanical drive for this thing that they used to use before it was motorized back in the day. And you would have to climb up on the assembly and crank up a big counterweight that fell, almost like a weight in a grandfather clock, if I understand it properly, and this would regulate the speed of it. I was talking to Richard from the 365 Days of Astronomy podcast who happened to be there, and he was telling me how he used to work with this telescope back in the day, and he would be taking glass plates and using them to photograph the stars so they could measure the parallax to determine the distance of, uh, of the nearby universe, well, relatively nearby universe, just incredible, incredibly precise science with this magical magical thing so it was just such a treat to see again if you're in town uh, swing on by and check it out and i want to do a, some more history and maybe do some interviews with people who work with the telescope uh, it's going to come back up but i just had to share it with you that i got to climb up on this it looked like this almost this movable bleacher because it was so far off the ground and you walk through the telescope just like an astronomer of old at the Orion Nebula. Wow! So cool. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening.